Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. My name is Jillian, and as you may have heard on previous podcasts, I'm a nutrition coach, and my goal is to help you build trust in yourself and in your body and create consistency in your habits. And today, I'm going to be sharing a mini episode in which I talk a little bit about what I like to call your minimum requirements to be a human. And this is essentially the basics that you need to help you feel pretty good, maybe not your best, but pretty good pretty much all the time. And these are flexible guidelines that can give you direction. And especially if you're someone who tends to be either super on it, pretty strict, or just being like, nah, fuck it. This is a really, really great start for you and can almost feel like something for you to fall back on instead of heading into like effort mode. And so personally, I like to use these minimum requirements to be a human when I travel or when I'm out of kind of my own environment. When I'm home, all of these come pretty naturally to me and are already part of my routine because I've been practicing them for so long. But when I'm out of my normal routine and environment, having these to fall back on and focus on is really helpful and also makes the transition from home to travel and then back home again, it makes that whole transition a lot easier. And so if you're someone that tends to really fall off when life is stressful because you just cannot keep up with everything that you want to keep up with, or if you're someone that when you go on vacation, you're like, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity to just like do whatever the hell I want, which is red flag. That's an indication that what you're doing at home is perhaps not sustainable. And so these minimum requirements are a great way to sort of turn up or down the volume, but still keep the radio on if you kind of understand the analogy. And so if we look at all of, you know, all of the things that we want to do in our nutrition and fitness, when we turn the volume up, that kind of means that we're super on it. That might be, you know, we have time to grocery shop and meal prep and go to the gym and blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes we need to turn the volume down because we're stressful or we're stressful, we're stressed out. We don't have as much time. Maybe we have people visiting, whatever it is. So we need to turn the volume down. A lot of us turn the radio off. We're just like, I'll get back to this. So these minimum requirements are kind of a way to say like, what is the minimum volume that I can kind of keep the radio on for myself in order to feel pretty good most of the time. And so here's the examples of, here's examples of, of my minimum requirements. And you can use these, you can use different ones. You are different from me. So what works for me is not always going to be exactly what works for you. And hopefully this provides some sort of inspiration. And so for me, that looks like I always drink a big glass of water in the morning. And then I aim to drink water at each meal. And I aim for at least around seven to 8,000 steps or about half an hour of movement a day. I aim to wind down for at least a few minutes before bed. Usually that's reading on my Kindle or some, you know, at least a few minutes without looking at my phone. I aim to eat a fruit or a vegetable at most of my meals. I aim to eat protein in most of my meals. And I focus on putting my utensils down between bites of food. And I know that if I do these things, I'm going to feel pretty decent. It's going to help me make sure that I'm at least somewhat hydrated, that I'm getting some movement, that I'm getting, you know, some nutrients in my body, that I'm getting semi-decent sleep, and that I'm eating sort of mindfully in most of my meals. 
And so if your habits are like a volume dial, so for me, this is a lower volume. This is stuff that even when I'm not home, I'm usually able to get done pretty well. The only time that this has been a real, real challenge is when I was in China in 2019, where at one point I was like, I'm going to play food roulette here because I have no idea what any of this food is. And I would like hold up Google Translate to people and they would just kind of laugh at me, which was fantastic. I ate some really delicious things, but I may not have had protein in most of my meals. And I probably didn't have a fruit or veggie in a lot of my meals. And that's okay because I was able to focus on the others. And so you, for you, your lower volume might be a week. Also, maybe you're on vacation or maybe you have a slightly more stressful time in life, or maybe you, you know, you have a few more commitments this week. And so you turn down that volume and you, you focus on these minimums. And then when you're at home or you're having a week where your capacity is higher, then you can turn up the volume and sort of like level up these minimum requirements. So maybe instead of just getting steps, for me, I'll go and lift weights. Maybe instead of just getting a fruit or a veggie in most of my meals, I make sure that I'm having both a fruit and a veggie in pretty much all my meals. And for me, that looks like maybe I don't only practice a few minutes of a wind down routine, I actually do a much longer wind down nighttime routine. And so the idea is for you, when you do this for yourself, is to set yourself minimums that you feel at least 90% confident, 80 to 90% confident that you can hit even when you are out of your zone. And if you don't hit them, it's not an opportunity to beat yourself up and tell yourself that you're not good enough. It's an opportunity to get curious. Is it because this minimum requirement is too much of a challenge for you? Is there something that you could do differently to make it easier on yourself to hit the minimum? Or do we need to scale down the minimum? And I'll give you an example here. Let's say for you, you normally on a really good day, you hit 5,000 steps. So for you, your minimum should not be getting seven to 8,000 because that for you would be above and beyond. So let's say you normally hit 5K steps. Maybe your step goal is like on a you know, bare, bare minimum, I'm aiming for 3,500 example. Or maybe you say, you know what, I don't usually eat fruits and veggies in all of my meals right now. So maybe your goal is to just get like a fruit or a veggie in the day. You get what I mean? And so this is, you know, if you're someone that feels like you're super all or nothing, I've had so many people tell me I'm just an all or nothing person. And there's also those of you, I know you're listening who use vacation as a moment to just completely disregard the things that usually help you feel good. Then you get back, you're like, oh yeah, like sleep or water, like what was that? And so whoever you are listening to this right now, I want you to take a moment and write down in a note in your phone, in a notebook, whatever that is, write down your minimums. Then I want you to go through each one of those minimums and ask yourself very honestly, on a scale of one to 10, How likely is it that even on my toughest days or the days when I'm doing a bunch of other things, I can make the effort to reach this minimum? If your honest answer is less than an eight, we want to lower the barrier to entry. It is much better that you do something that is a lower skill level or easier for you to achieve and you do that consistently and then scale up than for you to aim for something that is out of your reach and not be able to do it and feel crappy about it. 
So I'm going to end on this. If you are curious about one-on-one or group coaching, or you want to find out more about my programs or how to become a client, you can check out my website at bitesize.es where you'll find free resources. You'll find different ways to get in touch with me, have a bunch of ways to get in touch with me, or even just straight up schedule a call. And you'll also find testimonials. So you'll find feedback from real clients of mine, photos that talks a little bit about their experience. Also, if you are a longtime listener and you've never popped over to Instagram or you've never responded to an email of mine and said, hello, please do that. It makes me so happy. And I just, I honestly love nothing more than getting to connect with you. And if you've got questions, just know that I am always happy to offer support. I've had a few people reach out to me and, you know, be like, well, you know, I feel bad asking you this, or I feel bad taking up your time. And, you know, I know I'm not a client of yours and I want to assure you, you are not bothering me. And in fact, getting to connect with you is one of the main reasons that I do this podcast. And so this is your sign. If you needed one to send me a DM, to send me an email, or even just set up a call with me, if you want to chat and I'm going to give you, just to wrap things up, a little bit of feedback from a client of mine named Maggie. And this is from the feedback that she gave me when we finished coaching. And she said, when I got in touch with Jillian, it was because I had reached a point of cry for help. Now I feel free for the first time in about 20 years. I found freedom in my own choices and learned so much about my own body. So with that, my friends, I need to drink some water because I am parched now for talking and from talking. So I will see you again next time. Have a lovely day.